What is happening in our country today? America seems to be deeply divided along multiple fault lines. Emotions are running very high over racial issues, economic differences, sexual mores, partisan politics, religious beliefs, and generational gaps. It feels chaotic. It even feels dangerous. Is there some way to make sense of it all? We're going to talk about all of it here on the American Culture Podcast. To the American Culture Podcast. I am Earl B., the creator and host of this new podcast, and I am very excited to finally hit the record button and get the show off the ground. I am especially happy that you have found your way here and are sharing this time with me. I realize that your time is a precious commodity, and I intend to work diligently to ensure that the time we spend together will be worthwhile for both of us. The purpose of today's prologue episode is to officially launch and introduce the show to the community of podcast listeners to explain the concept and the goals of this project and hopefully convince you to join us as we begin our exploration of American culture. In creating this podcast, the most challenging decision I had to make was coming up with a theme, a unifying concept that properly captures what I'm trying to do here. I want to be able to talk about a wide range of topics, from politics to current events, to sports and movies, Washington, D.C., to Hollywood, and all the places in between. I didn't want to pick a brand or a theme that was too narrow or too niche, even though a lot of the experts advise that the best way to build an audience is to be very focused on a specific niche. And I certainly couldn't do a podcast about everything because a show about everything gives the potential audience no idea of what they are getting into. A show about everything is really a show about nothing, which has already been superbly done by Jerry Seinfeld. Finally, the aha moment came when I realized that for me at least, it's all about culture. The aspects of politics and the news and sports and media that gets me excited that gets my juices flowing, is culture. Because when we ask the important questions about who we are as a country and what it means to be an American, where have we been and where are we going, we are asking questions about our culture. I strongly believe that these are vitally important questions to ask, that this is a vital discussion for all of us to participate in. But I think that discussion is lost It is drowned out by the noise and the chaos surrounding many other topics going on in America today. We as Americans are loudly arguing about race and religion and sexism and liberalism, conservatism, patriotism, income inequality, generational differences, globalism, environmentalism, and many more topics. All these arguments and debates are dividing Americans up into smaller and smaller groups 
and pitting us against one another so that some interest group or another interest group can garner for themselves a little more attention, a little more power, and probably a little more money. But I believe that if we dig down deep and look at each of these public debates, we see that the core of these debates is really cultural. What is our culture now? How is it changing? And how should it change? Who are we as a people? Who do we aspire to be as a nation? If we can honestly grapple with these questions and maybe, hopefully, reach some sort of consensus, we stand a much better chance of putting all those other divisive issues into proper perspective and context and possibly achieving a better level of mutual understanding over them. Now, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, now would be a good time to define what I mean when I'm talking about culture. Having done some digging, the best expression of what I mean when talking about culture is the following. And I admit, this will sound a little academic. It may sound a little bit dry, but I do believe we have to kind of define our terms before we can move forward in a meaningful way. So here's what I've come up with as a definition for culture. Culture is the total of the inherited ideas, beliefs, values, and knowledge which constitute the shared bases of social action. The total range of activities and ideas of a group of people with shared traditions which are transmitted and reinforced by members of the group. The attitudes, feelings, values, and behavior that characterize and inform society as a whole or any social group within it. Now that bit is from collinsdictionary.com, their definition of culture. A shorter version of that, culture, encompasses all learned and shared, explicit or tacit, assumptions, beliefs, knowledge, norms and values, as well as attitudes, behavior, dress, and language. And that shorter bit is from a website, businessdictionary.com, definition of culture. That's a lot to digest, and I, as I said, it's a little wordy, a little academic, a little dry. But now it's on the record. Hopefully we don't have to come back to it in such a formalistic way. The, at any rate, the core concept of those definitions for me is the concept of shared beliefs, shared assumptions, norms and values that are inherited, transmitted, reinforced, and that form the basis for social action as a group or a society. In short, it is our shared system of beliefs that help us decide how to behave as an individual or as a group. To bring this even closer to home, for me, when I boil it down, culture is about what we teach our children. What do we teach our children about what it means to be an American, what it means to be a good citizen or a good person? We'll never agree on all, on all the details of what to teach our children. Two parents who grew up in the same neighborhood and went to the same schools, went to the same churches and worked in the same factory 
will disagree over many details about how to raise their children. But we should hope to achieve some level of agreement as a society over some bedrock principles. Historically, our shared beliefs, our core values, were those captured by the nation's founders in documents such as the Declaration of Independence and the United States Constitution and the Bill of Rights. From the Declaration of Independence, we know that we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among those rights are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, and that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it. From the U.S. Constitution, among, among many other things, we hold the common beliefs that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people to peaceably assemble. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, nor shall any person be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. And of course, our shared values, our core beliefs, have a spiritual and religious dimension as well. America was founded by Christians, and Judeo-Christian values and traditions have been fundamental to our national identity, even as we also have embraced freedom of religion for persons of all faiths. Now, our culture is not static. It's not fixed. It evolves and it morphs over time. Sometimes the changes come unconsciously. Sometimes those changes are driven quite purposefully. New expressions of our evolving shared beliefs come in every generation. President John F. Kennedy articulated a core value when he told us to ask not what our country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Martin Luther King had a dream, which became the shared dream of the nation, that his children would one day live in a nation where they would not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. As I said, changes in our culture can happen unconsciously as well as on purpose, but however they happen, we should be attentive to them. Because not all change is progress. Change for the sake of change is not necessarily beneficial. Some changes, whether unintentional or purposeful, will be good. They will make America a better place now and for the future. Other changes, intended or not, can be harmful. While they may satisfy some short-term interest or desire, they will harm our country in the long run. 
the choices we make in shaping our culture are not neutral. Not all cultural choices have equal value. There are many who assert with conviction under the banner of multiculturalism that all cultures are equally good. I disagree. While there are aspects, certainly, of most cultures that are admirable and worthy of emulation, we have to be prepared to recognize that there are some features of some cultures which are not consistent with our core values, which are not consistent with our shared beliefs as Americans, and which should not be embraced by us. Here on the American Culture Podcast, we're going to talk about our changing culture, about whether current cultural changes are likely to be helpful or harmful to our country in the long run. Some episodes, such as this one, will be solo productions featuring my commentary on important cultural topics of the day. While the format will no doubt evolve, I will typically use hot topics in the news as a jumping off point to start the discussion. Other, other episodes, once we have worked out the logistical kinks in our production process, and once we've gained a little bit of traction with you, our audience, these episodes will feature interviews with thoughtful guests who can bring some unique insights into the topics that are important to us. I hope you'll join us. I hope you've enjoyed this introductory episode of the American Culture Podcast. If you're interested in learning more about our show, we are on the web at AmericanCulturePodcast.com. That's all word, one word, no spaces, AmericanCulturePodcast.com. We are on Facebook at Facebook.com slash American Culture Podcast. Again, American Culture Podcast all run together as one word. And we're also on Twitter at at sign AmCulturePod, A-M-C-U-L-T-U-R-E-P-O-D. AmCulturePod is our Twitter handle. If you could go to our Facebook page or go to Twitter, give us a, a like or a follow or a retweet or a share, uh, that would be awesome. We are a brand new podcast adrift in a huge metaphorical ocean of new podcasts. You can really make a difference and help us grow our audience by subscribing to the American Culture Podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app, on Stitcher, on Google Play, or on whatever platform you found us. If you really want to be a superhero, you could go the extra mile and write us a five-star review. I would be very grateful. All content of the American Culture Podcast is copyright by Earl B. and AmericanCulturePodcast.com. The views and opinions of the host and any guests as expressed on the podcast are solely those of the speakers and not of any other per person or organization. Thanks for spending this time with us today. Let's meet back here again real soon.